Um, yeah, so basically just, I don't want to go too much on about me because it's not really about me, but I do run a platform called The Capsule. So the first thing is, please go and check out and follow if you like the stuff, uh, thecapsule.ldn on Instagram. And yeah, I have a YouTube, um, YouTube with podcasts and all that. Um, there's some of the guests are already on the podcast, hopefully going to be on the podcast. So uh, yeah, and then obviously we're here to talk now. Um, so yeah, thanks everyone for coming. Thanks you guys for coming. Um, I know that I know you guys all and your dance and stuff, but maybe everybody doesn't. So maybe we could do like a quick, uh, your name, who you are, and like maybe how you describe what you do. Because it's easy to be like, oh, you're a popping battler, but maybe you're going to see yourself as more than just that. So maybe a little bit about who you are and uh, your movement practice, let's say, and then we can go from there. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's working. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I'm Soyuz, a uh, popping dancer from France, um, especially Bordeaux. I don't know if you know the city, the red wine and stuff like that. Um, really? No, I was there. Oh, yeah, because I don't know, like, a lot of uh, French dancers from Paris, but so now I say, no, it's Bordeaux. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm a popping dancer, and uh, I think for me it's just, like, a hobby. It's not, I'm not, for me, a professional dancer. I don't live with dance. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I really, like, Dance, I dance a lot, so yeah, but it's my hobby. I'm a web developer engineer, uh, beside that. And uh, for me, dance is just a way to express yourself. And uh, I find balance with um, engineer, it's for the, the brain, and dance is for the body, you know? So it's how I, I do my things. And um, for me, uh, I will use my coding stuff and I will reuse this in my dance. So yeah, it's like that that I practice uh, popping. You no, know, because popping is structure and things like that. So for me, it's related with uh, IT stuff. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I just heard that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Hello everyone, so my name is uh, Philippe Almeida, I'm from uh, France, but uh, people call me Fais, I'm a hip-hop dancer from Paris, France, um, and uh, what was the question? Uh, how you would describe yourself as an artist? Ah, uh, um, I, um, I try to pass on uh, the, the culture. Uh, through different media, uh, the creative process, um, the transmission, how we can pass on the, the information in general. Uh, I view myself as a cultural passer. So what I, I, uh, I got from my elders and, why I, uh, and what I pass on to the new generation through different media. And uh, last, uh, it's also... Um, uh, creating a space of expression. Uh, it can be uh, event, it can be talk, it can be workshop, it can be different forms of uh, where we can meet and exchange and create also uh, 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 a dialogue between, between what we do and what we can share together. So uh, I'm happy to be here and to share with you today. Thank you. Hi, my name is Gilou. I am a breaker from Germany. Uh, I have pretty much done everything when it comes from the most commercial until the 
most artsy theater pieces uh, with people running around naked and ham all over their body. Um, so I've had the experience in everything. Um, my main goal as a dancer and as a person is to break boundaries, to find out how, how we can use certain outlets to reach certain goals, which doesn't mean, okay, the most basic would be how can I use my training to become the best breaker? But then on the other side also, how can I use a voice that is given to me as an athlete and as a dancer to change something about myself or to change something maybe even in the world? So I'm still on the journey to find out how to use that voice. Uh, but yeah, that's my mission. Hello, hello everyone. Uh, my name is Alex. Uh, I'm from Greece. I'm a professional dancer. Um, my style is uh, based on waving, uh, but I like to describe myself as a freestyle dancer. So I don't want to um, put myself, let's say, in a box or uh, have any label. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, um, waving is my base. It's uh, what I teach, what I do. Um, and um, my goal <laughs> as a person and as uh, a dancer um, is to help others through what I do to connect with themselves. So to find a way through art and in that case dance, since this is what, we, what, what I do, uh, to find a way to be like, okay, how can actually dance get me one closer step to the inside rather on the outside? Yeah, because uh, dance is very personal. And I feel like, uh, you know, um, it's a beautiful journey to get to know who we are uh, through what we do and to heal yeah? and be better people in general and then better dancers as well. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here as well. And let's, let's have fun. <laughs> cool. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah, so, I mean... I guess with the questions, it doesn't have to be everybody that answers. It can be if you, you think you have an answer or maybe I'll just pick some people. <laughs> um, so I guess with all of you, you have different, um, let's say, like expressions with your dance, you know, like, so as you're saying, like, uh, it's not your profession, but you have it as like a hobby. And then maybe Alex, you're more like teaching and this type of thing. So how do you balance like your artistic journey but also with the like realities of like okay i need to make money or there's pressures of uh, uh maybe i need to be big on social media or these type of things but also you know you still have to take time to develop what you are especially now in this type of world it's it's easy to forget that so did you find that hard or is it something that you found techniques to to help you find balance whoever <laughs> mm. so i have been in the professional field for a very long time. So for me, it was always the question, I don't want to dance for somebody and I don't want to sell out my soul. I, like, I don't mind selling out my, what I stand for or selling my skills, but I don't want to sell myself. So I did everything and I did shows where I had shorts where I really didn't feel comfortable with. So at some point I was just like, okay, let me set boundaries. Let me set certain boundaries when it comes to my outfit. Okay, I always need to feel good about my outfit. That was one thing. And then at some point I was like, okay, I do a lot of choreography, but I feel like I'm not the best choreography dancer. So why am I doing a job that somebody else could be doing better? So from that point on, I decided to just take jobs where I said, okay, do I get a solo? Yes, no. 
no thanks. Okay. So setting boundaries really helped me to become a happy dancer and to become a confident dancer with um, knowing that I stand on stage for my own skill and not for something that somebody else wants to see. I think that really helped me. Yeah, and do, sorry, just a follow up on uh, that is like, do you find that these uh, boundaries that you set sometimes it like costs you money <laughs> because you're not getting money from certain jobs and you have to say, ah, okay, I need money, I need to live, but this is more important. There definitely have been some jobs that have been very well paid that I had to say no at some point. Um, in the end, if you become an artist and you stand for a very specific thing, then there won't be any other artists standing for the same thing. And I think at that, at that point, you can set your price higher because then you can say like, hey, you want to book Jilu? Well, then you have to book me. You can't book anybody else. But then you have to stand for something. You have to have your boundaries. You have to have your art, what yeah. you what you're selling in that moment. So I think that moment, if you know that you stand behind your art and if you know that, then you know you're unique. And that's when dancers in general can set their prices a lot higher. That's the problem that I see with choreography and commercial because I've then been dancing for German rock stars. I've been dancing for some international names. I think here in the UK, Cascada is a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been dancing for her. So, and then in these moments, I never really felt like I was, I was doing something. I just felt like there's Cascada and she just wants a little bit of entertainment around to just make her look better. But that's not what I stand for. So doing jobs where I feel like that my skill gets honored and my skill is actually what it is about. I think that's something that really um, made me happy. So just a little example is, uh, I think I, I watched uh, the, per not Peruka, uh, this big festival there was Beyonce. There's a whole documentary about her performance and her dancers. And then- Co Coachella. Yeah, Coachella, exactly that one. And then, she, I, am I right? She had Lil Twins as a solo yeah, act. Yeah. And I think this is the goal for all of us dancers to have Beyonce say, I must step back because these guys do it way better than I do. And I can't perform while they're performing. So I think as an artist, this is the, the goal for me. And that, when, you, when we talk about money, is the moment when you can raise your price. Yeah, I saw, I saw them at the Beyonce concert in London. And um, yeah, it was like she went off stage to do a costume change and they had like a five, seven minute solo on Beyonce stage. And for me, I was like, I've seen a lot of concerts. I've seen a lot of dancers. I was like, they're holding the stage as much as she is. And I was like, fuck this. Uh, uh, I was like, damn, uh, like this is not easy. Like I've been in the audience, I've been on not that big stage, but this is hard and it's like, nobody else can do that. It's not just, oh, let's throw a dancer. It's them that can do that. And it's like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, other guys have uh, any answers of the, the balance between the artist life and the realities of uh, the industry, I guess? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. You said a lot of good things, actually. Uh, but yeah, I think that there is a paradox in the dance industry. It's like it's like what you said. Um, you have sometimes uh, have to so uh, sell your soul <laughs> if you want to to dance for someone. And but the thing is that people want to find real things. So if a dancer sells too much <laughs> the soul, people will be like, I don't like this dancer anymore. So it's, there is a paradox. If you want to uh, have money, you have to give a lot of things from you. But if you want to be, I don't know, like famous or just dance for yourself, maybe you will not, not earn a lot of money, but um, yeah, like people will, um, yeah, you will not earn a lot of money, but maybe you will be a better dancer. 
So there is a paradox like that, I think. So it's because of that that me, I prefer to have another job, like what you said, a coder. And like that, I can just dance for me. And the weird thing is that when I started to think like that, I earned more money with dance. <laughs> so it's why it's, it's weird, but actually it is because I just dance for me. And I think people can see that, that it's just how I feel and I don't dance for other people. So yeah, and what you said about the social media, I think this is a real war because this is really hard. <laughs> I don't know how you guys <laughs> can deal with this, but with Instagram and that, and I'm thinking about hire someone <laughs> to, <laughs> to yeah, manage my Instagram account because it's the same thing. When you too much in social media and you think too much like, oh, I can sell myself, I think you can really lose your creativity and your, your dance. Can I ask you a question that's maybe ignorant? Do you is it? Do you feel like you uh, like blew up a bit more after summer dance? Uh, yeah. Okay, and is this like a really from here to like uh, on social media and stuff? It was like a big jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we just about if we talk just about statistics, I was maybe around <laughs> two thousand <laughs> followers, and now I'm more than ten k or something like that. Wow. And uh, I started to receive like 100 messages per day. That was crazy. Was crazy. Uh, that's great. I mean, I'm 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 okay with the situation, but I'm sometimes like, hey, keep calm. <laughs> I just want sometimes just wear my headphone and just dance in my bedroom, <laughs> please. <laughs> so, do you feel a bit like um, since then? Uh, by the way, if you don't know the context of what we're talking about, there's a big uh, dance competition in Holland called Summer Dance Forever. And this man won the popping, uh, the last edition that yeah. just came. Yeah, he won the popping. Fucking great job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. And uh, yeah, so just to fill that in. Um, so do you feel a bit more like a pressure to people expect you to be like, a, oh, now you're this, you must be like the dancer we expect. Like you must post the videos, you must do the workshops and the all the battles we expect of you and this type of thing? Mm, not really, because maybe if I didn't have my job, okay. maybe I would think like that. But now I'm like, okay, I just have more opportunities, you know? People are like, for example, here, maybe if I didn't win mm, Summer Dance Forever, I would, I didn't have the ability to be here, so I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there are people, I received some message like, you don't deserve it, and uh, for the really? battle, I will, I will just, yeah, something Whoa. like that, yeah. Like dancers that wrote you that? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 really. But oh. it, it's not like famous dancers, but yeah, the game is like that, the game is like that, and, but I don't, yeah. No, 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 say, say, say it with the mic. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah. Okay. This is not the game. No. This is ego. Agree. This is ego. And this has nothing to do with dance, but it has to do like who you are as a person. What do you do with your life and who you are? How do you stand for what, what you believe in? Like, how do you perform? Like, how do you show up for yourself and others? Like, how can you just like find the, I don't know, like, well, this the, is Theodosius. This is too audacious for me. 
Yeah. Like it's yeah. crazy. I mean, that like I think do that. there's a level of like competitiveness. Okay, okay, like this guy is the new guy. I want to battle him. I, like, of course, it's normal, but it doesn't mean that people need to take you down to do that. It's like you're amazing. Like even me, I would love to battle you. <laughs> but it's like not because I think you're bad. Like I would love to battle you, but it doesn't mean it's like you're amazing, and I want to also be amazing or be seen alongside. Or man, if I beat you, it would be a highlight of my career. But <laughs> it doesn't mean like uh, to pull someone down. So. I, yeah, I agree with you. Like, this is not like a, for anyone listening, this is not like a normal way to speak to people. <laughs> like, just so you know. And like, don't let the, I think also what we agree is like, don't let the competitiveness make you a bad person. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, be competitive, but also you can be a nice person and celebrate people. Man, I'm sorry you had to have that. <laughs> um, so Alex, seeing as you have the mic. <laughs> um I guess, you know, also this is maybe something, it's nice that you guys answer this because the question I have for maybe you and Pais is if you're passing on, you know, with your art, you're passing on a lot. And, and I know you guys teach as well, but if this is something that you guys specialize in and, and you care about to pass things on, what aspects of the dance or the culture are like important for you to pass on, like with your students? Like what's the stuff that it's like, okay, this is the stuff that you play around with, you create, this is the stuff that I need to give you because maybe you're not gonna get it otherwise or it's important for me that you understand these things. It can be about the dance or the culture or however. So for me, for me it goes like this. Um, whenever I teach someone, like, you know, foundation is the first thing. You, like every dance style has a foundation Everything that you learn like in life has a foundation, yeah? So you can go on without that, like, or you can have that bef before you have something else because you're actually not gonna have something else if you don't have the foundation, yeah? So let's say like you come to a waving class, the first thing you're gonna learn is an arm wave. And with that, you're also gonna learn history, you know, because we paid you to, to, we respect the culture and where that came from, like whatever knowledge that I have and that I learned, I speak I, I say that you know because people need to know this is not mine like the arm wave it's not mine you know so um, this is the first thing for me and then um, what I do is uh, for, for like again for waving specifically yeah which is a style now that the last two three years um, began to consider to be its own style because we always thought that waving is under the umbrella of popping but now that's Separate. Just to say, this is one thing I love about you and Kelly is like you being. I love specialists just to watch and as a as an artist, I'm like I love that you take one thing and really uh, yeah. go with it. But yeah, just wanted to compliment you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 like that. Uh, it's a different. Uh, and some people get confused. You know, how do you consider how you are not considering waving popping anymore? Well, if you go to a battle and you just do this. For example, you're never gonna pass the preselection because you're not popping. But maybe if you do this, then maybe yeah, you have more uh, percentage of like you know more possibility of like passing a battle. So how can you cons how can we consider waving being popping when we're not popping, when we're not using the technique of popping? You know. Um, so anyways, um, after that, you take the technique and you create with your own mind. So my mindset is like, if you're hungry, I'm not gonna give you a fish to eat, I'm gonna teach you how to go fishing. So you eat forever, yeah. you know? So this is it. I give you the technique, I give you some guidance, but I never, I'm never gonna show you moves. I never teach uh, 
choreography or routines or something like that. Not because it's bad, it's just like my way. I'm like, you think for yourself. And I never answer to questions as well. I make you answer your own question. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe the same to Fais. Um, so like which parts of either the dance or the culture, which is the important parts for you to pass on to the students and which parts for, like that they can explore themselves? Yes. Um, as uh, nowadays, you can, you can blow up uh, in different ways because there is a full exposition on social media that can help you to, to go from zero to 100 uh, like that. Uh, what is uh, really interesting to consider and to keep um, uh, alive and uh, I, for me it's really important when I pass on is uh, to tr the, um, how I can transmit the passion that, that I had when I started. And I, I, what I tell them is always remember why you, why you start to do it. What did, you, uh, what did motivate you to start to dance? So when I exchange with the students, I always try to bring this to the table and to also to, to mention references and to pay also tribute uh, to um, the pioneers. And also to every time I'm sharing a kind of specific technique or general technique foundation or whatever, I try also to make the link with the reference, whether it's cultural, historical, social, political, I try to make the link to make them think that what we do is not just forms or shapes, but it's, uh, it, it's rooted from a, a, a will to say something. If we really do look deeper, uh, the Zulu nation was born because of uh, a call and a response to a society. Or if we look like at any, any kind of artistic form that we recognize nowadays, since long time, capoeira, uh, martial arts, or anything that can be cultural and artist artistic, it's rooted from a, a will to express a certain, a certain way. And this is what I try to bring every time uh, when I share, or when I post something on Instagram, as uh, Gilus say, uh, we have a, a responsibility because we are a voice, so I try every time that I post something, it's, it has to, to come along uh, with the intention. D'accord? So I know the power of social media, how, how it can be devastating, but also how it can be inspiring. But what makes the difference is the intention you put in it. And this, this is what I, I try to keep to myself in order to, to spread to to the to the people who look uh, up to to me or to what I do, yes. Nice, thank you. Um, oh, yeah, you have. It's really short. Yeah, yeah uh, of course. Yeah, no, don't worry. I'm not no. rushing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just confidence, self love, and empowering authenticity. Nice. That's it. Nice, lovely answer. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously today we have the qualifications for tomorrow and you guys are all guests, so tomorrow you will be uh, in the exhibition battle. I wanted to just go for a bit more like uh, some practical, um, maybe some advice for people. Obviously they have to maybe dance with you or against you tomorrow. <laughs> um, with battles, uh, Let's start with qualifications. Is there stuff that you think about when qualifying? Of course, you guys are all of a certain level, so your skills are kind of uh, a base 
when you start? When, or maybe, you know, earlier on, was there things that you started to develop where you're like, okay, I need to always remember this when I'm qualifying or always remember this when I'm battling, ways to perform, way to respond or things that like practical things that would help you to, to do well in these environments. Is there stuff that you can maybe offer to some people that might be dancing today? Yes, um, I spoke about it earlier in the workshop. So every time is to, enfin, what I try also to apply to myself is every time I have to, to do judge demo or qualification, pre-selection mode or practice, I try to every time think about these four parameters of movement is what timing I'm dealing with, uh, speed, uh, acceleration, slow motion, whatever, but how I deal with the time, space, my energy and my weight. Where do I put my weight when I dance? So I try always to, to keep that in mind when I do prepare my move or when I'm doing my move in the moment. I try also to be aware of the, the mood of the, of the room and uh, also to go in the center and to, and to give my best. Voila. Single. Thank you. <laughs> um. Uh, maybe that's a little breaking specific, but in my case, I would that's say fine. that's a, a strong foundation, something to be remembered, and don't look, uh, don't look down, look up, nice. don't look on the floor. <laughs> I like how concise your answers are, <laughs> like really prepared. Um, <laughs> uh, me, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't battled a lot in my life. Oh, you know? really? I've won battles, yeah. yeah, but it's not like a, something like these guys, like this three, um, okay. uh, the experience that they have. But I feel like. Um, when I step into the cipher or when it's time for me to uh, do pre-selection round, I want to be there, yeah, to be present. Like I'm, I'm stepping in and I'm like, hey, watch me. But without doing anything, it's just the, the, the intention of the energy that I put out, you know, and it's a healthy confidence of like, hey, I'm here now, I'm gonna dance, you know, and you step into that, with this, then it's gonna help you keep, uh, uh, stay centered and stay grounded, you know? So, and also remember that whatever you're gonna do in a, um, a pre-selection route or in a battle is not gonna be uh, something more than what you do in your practice. So what you do in your practice, in your own or with people or in sessions is the same way you're gonna dance in a battle. So you can't go into a battle and expect to give 120% when you give 100% on your practice, yeah? So, that's that. Um, yeah, for me, it's how you think about the competition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you do it? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's about the mindset. Like, a lot of people think that competition is like, yeah, it's like what I received, uh, like message, like you have to destroy people, you have to win, you have to be like a warrior, you have to, yeah, and I don't think so. The real competition is, is it's with yourself, like, okay, I, okay, this is the environment, this is the music, okay, we have this, we have the judges, and everything will give you um, your 
the way of thinking, but it's just it's just for you. It's not like okay, judges will be like okay, we prefer this one, or a lot of people think the, about that with the competition, and this will kill your creativity when you dance. It's impossible to dance as a freestyle a dancer if you think too much about that. So for me, the competition is like okay, I think about just myself. I will just bring my shit in the in the, in the battle, and and that's it. The, you, the competition is just with yourself. You compete just with yourself. So yeah, I think it's that. Nice, nice. Yeah, I think me and Fais were talking earlier about um, being unique in the battle. And I think, you know, this is something like, I think with all of you guys, when I saw your dance, it's like, uh, you're really not like anybody else. And I think like, this is something for me, I've always thought the people that are at the top, they're not like, look, they're not clones of somebody else. They really became themselves. And even if it didn't work at first, they keep staying on that and then they become, you know, themselves. Is there something that like you guys, uh, is there something that's important for you in terms of your style? Like I wanted to be the person that's this, like I wanted to be the one that, like maybe, I don't know, for Alex, like uh, I wanna be the one that pushes waving and creates something and nobody else is gonna have like the waves like me or, is there something that, like one thing that you stuck on or is it more just, I want to dance how it comes naturally? Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like, like I said, when you feel the music, when you have different environments, if you're in other countries, you feel different things. And uh, so, yeah, this is um, how I would do. I would not just tuck on one things or just one skills. For me, dance and techniques is just like a, a tool toolbox where you have a lot of different tools. But it's just, tools is just to express something that you feel. That's it. Like, uh, yeah. I, so, yeah. It's like what what you you said about waving in a battle. If it's what you feel in and that you can express something with your skills. Yeah, you're a good dancer for me. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 the core things. So, yeah, for me, it's it's just um, feel the things around you and dance with that. That's it. Yeah. Sure. Um, I can go first. Okay. <laughs> um, I think in my case, uh, I've always been some kind of a rebel, and I mean that that goes for everybody. But I think, especially for women, we always get told how we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to behave, or uh, look nice, sit down, be quiet. And um, I've always been some kind of like, nah, I don't want that. So I used to be a gymnast. So in gymnastics, they tell you how you have to perform. I didn't like that, so I became a breaker. In breaking, they they always said they always I always heard like oh beggars they always slow. So I said okay, let me be fast. Um, they always said okay beggars they don't do like a lot of tricks or whatever. So I was like okay, let me do more tricks. So I was trying to like kind of not really fit into the box, not really fit into what people expect me to do. Um, I like to kind of like break those like gender roles or like. Because the moment when people started saying, oh, Jilu's always so nice, you always smile. I was like, okay, let me learn how to do burns, how to really chop off some heads, how to really go for this. Just, of course, like these are my strengths, but on the other side, I can also, I can even get stronger working on my weaknesses. I, I don't know, I just really like to do the unexpected. And um, yeah, like maybe we're having this panel discussion today. And then next year you see me doing a completely different style. I mean, I took this popping workshop today, so who knows? Maybe next time I'm going to be in the top, in the all style group. I don't know. It, I just really like to do the things that 
I not expected because also people told me back then like ah Jilu you know doing all those like female things like those nice like cute things that's never gonna make you win and then at some point I found out but that's what I was known for that's what stood out at the end so I think I would just encourage people to not really listen when people give you too much feedback because again like we get we are given feedback so much like <laughs> on social media. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I barely can post a story with a backflip where nobody tells me, uh, oh, you have to jump higher, where I'm like, okay, cool, got it. And you Heard know, that a hundred times. <laughs> I think one thing that, yeah. like, uh, for me is, I, I learned as well, is like, it's one thing if it's somebody in your inbox who is nobody and they're just uh, some guy behind a keyboard, but this is a lot harder when it's someone you respect. When it's like someone that's an older dancer or other dancers you'll think, and they're telling you these things, and you have to say, they won a lot of battles, but they're wrong. That's, that's one thing. Yes, there's a lot of people and we all have respect for the elders. But at the end, we have to realize we're becoming older. We're becoming the elders too. So by just following the elders, we're not going to bring something new to the table. So yes, we respect them. We take their foundation. We learn from it. But at the end, we're a new generation at some point. And, and with we, a new generation of OGs at some point too. Exactly. And if we don't bring something new, the new generation is not going to have anything. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Uh, Alex Feist. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people will tell you something. Like I also have sometimes like people texting me like on Instagram and saying, "Oh, you should do this more with your waves." And I'm like, <laughs> "Who are you?" <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how to re like I don't respond. And the reason why I don't respond is because why are you telling me this for? Like what the, what good does this bring me, you know? Or like if I wanted to do that, I would do it. Maybe you should do it, <laughs> you know? Like I mean what what am I supposed to do with this, you know? And um uh what do I want to say? I for, I forgot the question. Um I think I forgot the question. <laughs> ah, I remember I remember. Okay. I remember. So, uh, my my thing is um I just wanted to it sounds cliché, yeah, but I just wanted to become better than myself. So I just, at some point I was like, I don't care about the battles. I don't care about you, 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 you. <laughs> I don't care about what you say or what you do. Like, I just want to um, be better. I want to get to a point where I watch myself dance and be like, damn, <laughs> you know? And that happened. And for me, that was a success because this moment came before dance became my profession. So, you know, everything else, after that point, led me to dance uh, becoming my profession, you know? So things went like that just because I had like no um, expectation, but from, from myself to reach somewhere, you know? Because I've already reached my goal, and now that I'm there and I'm happy with what I am, like, and what I do, then I can also share it, like, with others. Or, like, people are more, like, interested in the dance because, like, we've been talking about uh, uh, the last like hour and stuff, it's like the personality and who you are and this radiates, like people see that, you know, at some point you'll be like, ah, okay, because I have people telling me, oh, the way you dance is actually the way you are as a person. I'm like, yeah, like that's me, you know, like and that's the I goal. cannot, I can, yeah, exactly. For me, yes, yeah. yes, because like I cannot be something, I cannot dance something that I'm not because this comes out in a way, you know, so yeah it was just that but it was just like my mindset yeah because everybody like starts dancing and we all have insecurities we all we all have like self-doubts or like being like yeah no i'm not good enough i'm not gonna make it or what's wrong like one day at a time 
and one question at a time to yourself, okay, why do I feel like that? Because if you are shy to get into a cipher, the dance is not the problem. Is the is something here like you're shy because I don't know you have like something like there's a trauma or there's something behind it. You're not shy because you don't want to like dance. You could be the best dancer in the world, have so many skills, and you could still be shy to dance in the cipher. This doesn't has nothing to do with dance, you know. But healing here, then it can help you also with like how you move. Yeah. <laughs> First. <laughs> it's like it's nothing. They 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 say everything. So I I do I do share what they what they uh, what they say so far. Um, maybe what I can add is uh, watch out who you listen to. Make sure you you put your trust first in the person you listen to. Don't let listen to everybody because not every feedback is good for you or fits for you. And most of the time, the feedback they give you, it's for them. So you have also to be careful with this. Um, and also is how you build your confidence. And uh, this takes, takes time, it's not easy at all, but definitely you have to, to value yourself. And one more time, you have to know why you do this. And uh, remember why uh, you come to to dance. Uh, it's it's really important to always have this reminder. And uh, for the rest, uh, yes, it's a long journey because uh, um, I don't know how old they, they they are, but I'm 43, and 20 years ago, uh, like we told in the podcast. We were doing this just uh, for fun, just to be together. But far from us to imagine that 20 years after, we were uh, still doing, keep doing this on a higher level, you know? So, so work on that trust, but on yourself, value yourself. And this, uh, it's every day that you, like a plant. Uh, voilà, arrosez vos plantes, quoi. Right. Pour, pour, pour the yeah. cup. Yes, <laughs> voilà, yes. Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, I would love to carry on for hours, um, but LB was giving me a signal to... Um, but hopefully, like, we can um, continue with some podcasts uh, after, if you have time. Um, so, thanks, everyone, for being here. Thank you for the guests, for everything that they said. And, um, yeah, if we, you know, I don't know how much time we're going to have to do the podcast. But if you want to listen to this one or any others, it's going to be on thecapsule.ldn, uh, Spotify, YouTube, everything. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. Good luck to everybody competing. And uh, see you in there.